You are listening to the NASM CPT Podcast with Rick Ritchie, the official podcast of the National Academy of Sports Medicine. Hey, y'all, and welcome to the NASM CPT Podcast. My name is Rick Ritchie, and I want to say thank you to all of you who tune in regularly. I'm getting emails from people. I'm getting DMs on Instagram from people saying thank you that they appreciate the content, what's being said and how it's being said and the guests that we have on. And so with that, I want to express my gratitude to you. And I'm looking forward to bringing you another great episode today with a guest that we have. And the reason we have this guest, he's a his name is Dr. Laurent Bannock, and he's a consultant, nutritionist, sports scientist. He's based out of Edinburgh, Scotland, and he works with elite athletes and teams. He works with them all over the world. I think he's probably settled down, maybe not as much traveling as he used to do. And he's also the founder and director of the Institute of Performance Nutrition based in Edinburgh, Scotland, specializes in applied research and advanced level professional education programs for sports and exercise nutritionists. And the reason we are having him on is because he was a subject matter expert for us in our new Certified Sports Nutrition Coach program. Welcome, Dr. Laurent. Thank you so much for being with us today. Very excited to be here. Thanks for having me here today. Yeah, of course. Thank you so much. So tell uh, tell me and us and everybody listening a little bit about yourself, your background, your education, and so on. Well, I'll have to give you the uh, the zip down version because it might take a while. I've, I've been here uh, for quite a few years, uh, worked all over the world, including in, in the States, but nowadays I'm in Edinburgh and Scotland. Uh, like you say, settled down, but I'm still very active. Um, in the last few years alone, I've worked with a variety of elite uh, soccer teams, national teams, like uh, most recently the Belgian men's uh, national uh, soccer team or football team, as we call it, which uh, still is the number one ranked team uh, in the world. Um, and uh, I wouldn't say that I only work in team sports like soccer and rugby. I also work with pro rugby teams, worked in a wide variety of sports from physique, even physique athletes uh, getting ready for competition, uh, ultra endurance athletes, military special forces units, tennis players, you know, absolutely everything. Uh, probably the craziest of all, though, which are the uh, sort of Ironman triathlete types who are Nice. working all day and then should just go home and relax at the end of the day. But no, they're going to do another 20 miles. Yeah. <laughs> just so true. Off today. <laughs> it's very true. Well, first of all, I want to say thank you for saying soccer for, so all of us Ted Lasso's over here know what you're talking about. There you go. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. I do too. It's so good. It's so yeah. good. Uh, can I ask also, because I, I saw in your, your bio, you did some work or you did, you did some of your education at California university of Pennsylvania. Yeah. So what did you do that? I, I actually have a long, long term link with the NASM because back, really? uh, this is going back sort of 15 something years ago. I was in the States for a number of years, uh, sort of exploring my, my, myself and my professional training and education. And it started to actually undergo my own transition from from prior to those days i i myself was a personal trainer um nice i segued uh into what i do now by virtue of uh back then i did the nasm cpt program uh pretty much back in the day when it first started um that led me into doing my masters at california 
University of Pennsylvania in, in uh, exercise science and nice. health promotion. And uh, I sort of went from there and that, that gave me my trajectory into um, doing my doctorate and various other things. And I, I just didn't have the academic background to begin with. So I am so grateful for NASM and, and some of the people I studied with, um, not that I knew it at the time, uh, are now some of your senior content producers as well. So it's funny how things have come full circle. So yeah, I, uh, I have a close link with, with you guys just on that basis. Uh. Man, I love that. I love that story, bringing it back around. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about what it is that you did for this Certified Sports Nutrition Coach program. As a subject matter expert, what yeah. kind of information did you provide for this? Because you know, one of the things we're trying to do is, yes, we want to promote NASM's products, but I also want to learn a little bit about it. And people want to learn about it that sure. may not ever buy it, but they want to learn some stuff. So sure. what, what is it? So, well, you guys, so you guys, NSM, have already produced a fantastic nutrition coach program. Uh, and that certainly delves into um, sort of the recreational exercise uh, sort of arena, people going to the gym, that sort of thing. Um, and whilst there are some similarities between that and what athletes will need, and by athletes, I mean people who are not just going to the gym two, three times a week, um, uh, even ambitious, uh, you know, tra people training just ambitiously at the gym doesn't necessarily mean they're trying to, you know, run uh, a marathon either for their own personal needs uh, or for charity or, or whatever, or do a triathlon. I, I joked earlier about things like Ironman. You know, the well, particularly since this pandemic has, has gone down, people's interests in health and fitness have gone to such levels that that many people now are embarking on on events that are are certainly more than just casual flirtations with exercise and or just right. you know, what's what's required for health, which is you know seriously important, obviously, uh, in its own right. But the needs and requirements of somebody who's going to be running marathons or or trying to win uh, or, or compete quite seriously in things like basketball, you know, uh, soccer, uh, baseball, triathlon, swimming. There's so many different sports, ultra endurance events, or very, very, very uh, extreme, um, uh, maybe even physique preparation uh, events are going to need, a, 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 I guess, a more developed area of training and knowledge. And that's where we came in, uh, the guys at, NSM reached out to me um, and our institute here, the Institute of Performance Nutrition, to help co-develop this program with with you. And um, uh, a, a fair few of the content creators are all parts of our, our team here at the IOPN. Nice. And it's been a real pleasure to go into that journey with you guys because we 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 are involved in education, but our um, our uh, programs are postgraduate level, advanced level, sort of at the master's degree level. Um, so we wanted to come at this from a slightly more practical perspective. Um, and that's how we, we came about with this program, the first ever uh, program too in this, in this area that's working at these, these, well, from recreational to quite serious athletes. Maybe not the most elite of athletes. You do need to spend a bit of time on that one. But boy, does this program go a long way to helping you get there. 
Nice. Uh, so for those of you just tuning in, this is Dr. Bannock, and he is a nutrition specialist who helped to develop the NASM Sport Nutrition uh, Certified Sports Nutrition Coaching Program. And Dr. Bannock, I'm I'm really interested in what it is that we're looking to get out of it. So I got I got questions. So one is, do listeners need to know that? any differences between nutrition in life and nutrition for sports yeah. and performance? Look, okay, it, it it is true. We're all human beings, right? So we have more in common than sets us apart. And by us, I mean people who are eating, drinking, exercising for health, per se, mm. and those that are looking to perform where really the focus there is on function and functioning at a pretty high level uh you know whether you're a college a collegiate athlete whether you're um you know pretty serious about your your running or your your, your tennis or whatever you're cycling lots of people particularly during this pandemic again loads of people have taken up cycling leading to global shortages in bicycles and bicycle <laughs> uh, which, is, which is great but with that comes a different level of expectation from the human body as it relates to the, the wear and tear on the body, the stress and strain that that level of regular exercise has, which is more in common in some respects with, with health, just enabling you to, to sustain that level of training is different than just eating for health though. Hmm. But also things like fueling for the amount of work and the type of work that you're going to be engaging in is 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 actually quite complicated where for example uh different types of foods will have different types of impact on metabolism even the digestive system for example and you just in some way your physical training trains your your muscles your physiology your cardiovascular system what you eat actually starts to change and adapt aspects of your metabolism and, and digestion so you need to have a a different level of knowledge to help your your clients, your athletes uh, get better, more relevant outcomes. For example, uh, somebody may want to be very healthy and very lean, um, but what it takes to get you to that level may not enable you to uh, run at your fastest, or it may may mm. not support the adaptations to training that also require competition competition winning performance at, at, at the end of the day so it, it it's it's similar but it's a different focus hence it's a different course so would there be a difference then for instance if i'm doing a more uh anaerobic based workout right so i'm i'm really pushing myself at a, a high metabolic level uh i'm probably going to be using a bit more uh, my glycogen stores versus fat stores. Do you do you just do you eat differently based yeah, off of the intensity of your workout? Absolutely, and we get into that in the course. And look, this stuff isn't relevant to people who you know who are exercising for less than an hour, really. Um, yeah. But if you're you know if you're playing sort of uh, you know 180, 160 minutes of a soccer game or an American football game, for example, if you're going to go for you know, a two-hour run or a two-hour bike ride or, or, or more than that, it does matter. There's a limit to the amount of fuel that you can store, which might be, you know, sort of minutes to uh, an hour or so when it relates to glycogen or carbohydrate usage, whereas we have almost unlimited amounts of, of fat as a source of fuel. But it's, it's not the same speed at which we access that type of fuel. And there are byproducts that are produced, like all this 
you know, the, 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 the sort of lactate stuff that we hear about. Um, there are other byproducts which can include weight loss, uh, not something you usually hear people worry about. Not eating enough can uh, can also be a problem that can hinder performance. I mean, you imagine if you're exercising for a considerable amount of time, um, there are implications for that that need to be managed by somebody who knows more about that and things like hydration strategies right. and, and so on and so forth. Um, I'm, I want to bring something up because this comes up quite a bit. And I actually yeah. I saw on your website and there was a there was a post and it was like keto and low carb and all of that. Right. So, and, th and that's a big thing that's out right now. So the, the low carb, and I think one of the things that you talk about here, it's important because what people say is I've heard people address this, like your body doesn't need carbohydrates in order to survive. But the, the important part is, is, well, it's not about whether or not you survive. It's how well you want to perform. Absolutely. Right? And, you and, know, do you know what my my I have a few favorite words and and we pepper this throughout the program, anyway. So one of which is context. Um, the context matters. Uh, and actually, if we if we go beyond that to something simple like the word relevant, is what you're doing or is what you're going to recommend actually relevant for the outcomes that you're working towards? And those you know those those considerations might be acute considerations, i.e., in the next half an hour, the next hour, or the next week, or the or, or four years from now. You know, is what you're doing working towards uh, going to be achieved by the sorts of things that you're doing? And what you've got to understand is different types of physical training, difficult types of performance uh, will require different needs from the body in terms of nutrition. So very high intensity exercise does require glycogen that you can't do that on, um, on fats. It just can't, can't be done. Whereas if you're going to perform, um, at a very low intensity level of exercise, which you may well do, um, if you're a recreational marathon runner, for example, an ultra endurance athlete, then maybe we want to go down a path where we're teaching the body to operate more efficiently at utilizing fat as a substrate or a fuel to conserve those limited supplies of carbohydrates. But that might be the expense of, of, of that person being able to, to run up the hill faster, to do the breakaway sprints and actually get to podium or, or the end faster than the other guy that's standing next to them. But also there's other things like for the brain, the primary source of fuel is things like carbohydrates. Yes, ketones also uh, play a role. But then we can think another way, you know, you may be doing uh, a, a carbohydrate restriction to maybe reduce your, your calorie intake. But of course, you have to bear in mind that things like fats actually have many more calories per unit. Um, but you might need to eat carbohydrates, for example, uh, from grains and fruits and vegetables, because that also is where you find things like fibers, which is what feeds your microbiome, for example, which is a major factor for health. So anyway, I bring it back to context. What actually is it you're trying to do? So we will teach you concepts like there's days to train high carbohydrate, days to train medium carbohydrate, days to train low. It just depends on what you're actually trying to do. And then you fit the right strategy uh, that fits the relevant outcomes that you're trying to achieve. And, and when you talk about doing those different dietary strategies, 
they fit in differently. It's not just that you can do them. It's how they fit in Absolutely. with the athlete and what type of activity they're doing. So Absolutely. are they doing the triathlon or are yeah. they doing a highly anaerobic sport like like American football or well, for basketball? example, when, when, you know, for those that are doing the NASM CPT course, <clears throat> they become familiar with, you know, like the OPT model. You, you learn about periodizing of training you know, you, you can't just keep doing the same thing everywhere. Yeah. We're just not. Yes. Well, we have the same thing with nutrition. You have to realize your nutrition to bring about different kinds of adaptations. And like I said, it just depends on what you're trying to do. And that's what that's what we teach you in this course from a very practical perspective. We give you enough knowledge uh, to understand which strategies to use, which strategies not to use. And how to actually apply them into practice. So we're not teaching you to um, to win a Nobel Prize in biochemistry. However, we do teach you enough of that to be able to understand how to make the right decisions at the right time. And that's the great thing about this program. Uh, Dr. Laurent Bannock, this is the kind of stuff I wanted to hear. I don't know if, and for those of you listening, this is Dr. Laurent Bannock, and he is uh, a subject matter expert on behalf of NASM for the development of the Certified Sports Nutrition course that is available now through NASM. It's a different course than the Certified Nutrition Coach because this deals more with sports performance. It is a performance-based dietary program um, education. And maybe I don't know if I've ever heard this come from a legitimate source, but the periodization of your diet, yeah. finding a different way to get your body to adapt to substrates. And I think it's important to talk about that, right? Because because we oftentimes hear just when it comes to performance, carbohydrates are very important. I think we all know that. But at some point you have to, if your body is spending more time getting those metabolizing carbohydrates and you're not really quite efficient as maybe you should be, especially for your sport uh, at metabolizing fats, then there is a way to eat in order to help you get better at what you're not better at. Absolutely. And look, like I want to reiterate though, that, that, that the less uh, ambitious you are with your, your training and performance goals, if you're not intending to, spend um hours on a bike ride or or uh uh you know uh compete at the best possible level you can get to at things like soccer or or tennis or whatever if it's very recreational and it's more of a hobby then this really isn't sort of the area that we're going at because your general principles of nutrition coaching will work incredibly well and that's already very well covered in the uh in the nutrition coaching program but this is about taking it up a level and that requires uh, just like like any sport there are tools there are specialist training techniques there are specialist coaching techniques everywhere from from strength conditioning from psychology uh, all the way down of course to what you eat uh, on a day-to-day -day basis and and at the elite level things like the types of shoes that you wear the type of clothing that you wear uh, can make a difference and it's it's those factors that we will get to in a lot more detail so uh it's great for for those that want to geek out on that stuff that's for sure 
oh, I want to geek out on that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I want to geek out on that stuff. And I think it's, you know, you brought it up. I think it's important to point out that this is for, you know, performance athletes. This is not mm. for your your everyday, like people just working well, out at the college, gym on a regular basis. You know, college performance, for example, that's that's fine. That's why I like the word sort of ambitious, you know, for, for guys, yeah. guys and girls who are just, just looking to go out and go for a nice, you know, bicycle ride or go for a jog. You don't need to do these things. But if, if you want to get a lot more serious about it, you're going to need to find somebody uh, that has this kind of knowledge to help you get the most out of your training. And that's when you need that higher level of, of support, in this case, for, from a, a certified sports nutrition coach, for example, to take you to that next level. And and in this course, you guys, you are also still. You're not just talking about what it is that you should do or could benefit you, but you're also. Do you discuss how do you bring it up to an athlete? How yeah. do you talk to somebody? All of all the things you mentioned, like the psychology yeah, we, of it. It's not that you, you have good information. Absolutely. It's how you relay it. Yeah, we take it from the science, so you understand what what your client, what your what your athlete needs to do, and then you learn how to. Uh, uh, apply that information into practice, how to coach them, how to communicate that information, how to motivate your athlete and uh, very practical aspects from uh, science to the plate, as I like to say. That's what this program will take you through. I love it. All right. So here we are, ladies and gentlemen, we've talked to Dr. Lawrence Bannock. And he's going to go through the, the content and the, the idea of what you can expect from this certified sports nutrition coach. And it's not for just like your, your workout clients at the fitness center. This is for those of you maybe who are focusing on the performance enhancement specialist or sports coaching content to add a dietary, a sports nutrition component to your athletes when it comes to uh, people who are working out maybe um, that are elite level athletes that are competitive athletes, but definitely people who are spending more than just an hour a day that are putting in the work. How do you how do you address nutrition for people who need the advanced nutrition components? And this is what this is about. So otherwise, the certified nutrition coach working with people on their diet and they're coming to see you two to three days a week and they're doing their 150 minutes of moderate to vigorous physical activity. You're good. You're good with the regular certified nutrition coach. If they are advanced level athletes and you are looking to work with these sporting athletes and really um, facilitate performance, this is the certification for you. This is the, the nutrition certification from you. Is that correct, sir? Yeah, that's absolutely, absolutely right. Look, you know, if you're going to work with people who invest a lot of time and effort into their training, they're going to need to get advice from people like those that do this course to help them get the most out of all that time and effort. And this will put them into a particularly good position to to really take it to the next level, which is why they're doing all that training and why you as trainers, as coaches, do what you can to upskill yourself with all of right. your knowledge and scopes of uh, uh, of knowledge that can be applied to assist your your clients get to that very next level. It's exciting. It is exciting. It is exciting. I'm looking forward to taking the course. Right. Uh, if people have questions, they want to learn a little bit more about you. How can they do so? 
Well, they uh, they can check out our main website, which is simply www.theiopn.com. That's the Institute of Performance Nutrition. Uh, Twitter and Instagram, it's at the IOPN. Just reach out. You can also get me just Laurent Barrick. You can see it spelt just here, Laurent underscore Barrick. I'm easily found on, on Google. Just uh, message me on whatever channel you want, and I'll happily uh, give you some answers. Fantastic. Thank you so much for taking some time out of your day You're to welcome. be with us. I appreciate it. For those of you who are here, thank you so much for taking time to listen to the podcast, learn a little bit more about the options that are out there to help progress our clients and the athletes that we're working with. My name is Rick Ritchie. You can reach out to me at dr.rickritchie on Instagram or rick.ritchie at nasm.org. Thank you so much. This has been the NASM CPT Podcast.